60 in Lynchburg, 58 in Roanoke, Bedford, and Salem, 59 in Danville, 58 in Amherst, 59 in Appomattox. Well, at least over the weekend when they went to their little things, they didn't have to wear coats right. over their costumes. True. Of course, they were you know, smothering to death because it was so hot. But <laughs> True. Um, yeah, we just... I'm going to text Matt to see if he's really serious about this one last day of warmth. I mean, we're coming on up there. Yeah. I mean, it is November is upon us. I know. I mean. Like, it's practically here. Yeah. I, and it's 80 degrees. We, we ate out. Welcome to the South. It's Friday and Saturday. We ate outside. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Just beautiful. Well, honestly, it was too hot Saturday mm. for us to eat outside. Yeah, we did Saturday we ate evening. in the middle of the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did Saturday evening. And just even my father-in-law says, man, the trees are so pretty. Mm-hmm. They're all my neighbor's trees. Because I don't really, I have but two trees in my yard now. Yeah, but they do share their leaves with you. Well, they, so unfortunately, nice. <laughs> I think I get the benefit of most of the leaves right. of my neighbor's trees, unfortunately. And they, I cleaned the roof off Saturday. By the time I was pulling away this morning, I'd go, what the is going on? The know. roof is covered with leaves right now. Yeah, it's so pretty I'm crazy. Baiting on whether to go up there. Because the city's coming this, this week. I don't know what day. Mm-hmm. But it'll be the day that I'm not ready. Probably. So uh, I, I told you we did went and did the, these events over the weekend. I met some of the nicest listeners um, this past weekend, including uh, Barbara Humber. Right. Uh, and she loves you. Hi, Barbara. Yeah, she's just the sweetest, doing, baby? the sweetest lady. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't think you're. I shouldn't flirt. You probably shouldn't oh, flirt. She, I mean, she really likes me. She's a lovely lady. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> It's so nice to meet you. I'm putting my hand out very softly and tenderly. That's right. Just for a good handshake. Yeah, she's a, she was a sweet, sweet lady, mm-hmm. though. That's uh, neat. Very, very nice lady. So it was uh, nice to meet you, Barbara, and we appreciate you listening to the Morning Jam. All right. Have you ever played with a Ouija board before? Confession time. Confession time. Did in the late 60s. Okay. I was a, I was a young, young man. And I didn't even know what we were doing. I think we took it out um, because our teenage cousins had bought one. And we took it out and messed with it. And we couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So we put it back in the box. I Hopefully the right way. Otherwise, you'd know it would be tampered with. I never understood how that was sold like right alongside Operation or right. Monopoly. Sure. I don't. Um, very we light, were never, we, very my mother touch, very w- light touch on the device. was always very cautionary yes. about that and saying, nope, we're not buying that. And nope, you're not fooling with that. But I had friends who did, right. and I have friends who have pretty creepy stories mm-hmm. about it. Right. Uh, for sure. There was a uh, priest who is warning against messing with Ouija boards, mm-hmm. say, saying that uh, Ouija boards and other attempts to converse with the dead are spiritually dangerous practices that should not be viewed as innocent fun. Says too often we forget that there is much more to this world than meets the eye. And now with the advent of AI, right? We played that story what a year ago. That mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, that when you were on sabbatical, that stuff really started coming out mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, because I was still sending you stuff, right? So you yeah, could, it was creepy stuff. Yeah, it was. Angels, demons, spirits, souls do exist, and they can have impact on your life. Mm-hmm. He is the priest of the uh, Diocese of Nashville. He received exorcism training 
in Rome. Wow. And was installed as the exorcist of the Diocese of Nashville the same year. An exorcist, he says, is a priest chosen and installed by a bishop to exercise the office of deliverance ministry. Exorcism is a specific form of prayer that the Catholic Church uses against the power of the devil. The Catholic Church distinguishes between two forms of exorcism. They're either major or minor. A major exorcism is performed for uh, one who is possessed by a demon or demons. Mm -hmm. It may be performed by a priest the bishop has specifically permitted to do so. Conversely, a minor exorcism, I know some people who should have that done, um, is associated with sacraments and blessings. Okay. Demonologists distinguish three levels of demonic incursion. These are temptation, obsession, which is also called oppression, and possession. Temptation is something experienced by everyone. Mm-hmm. Obsession when demons torment people physically, spiritually, mentally, or emotionally, or some combination. And then possession is arguably the most well-known of the three levels in which a demon or demons take physical possession of a person's body and makes use of its facilities. Possession is usually intermittent and almost never as uninterpreted possessing of the person's body. Hmm. So he says um, the board, the Ouija board, um, which actually came out in like 1890, a Baltimore really? spiritualist oh, wow. and medium huh. uh, asked the talking board what she should call it, and it spelled out Ouija, which she said meant good luck. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was patented the following year. <laughs> so, and and even then, they it, it's like... Oh, look, this is cheerful little 50s housewife holding up a Ouija board. Come on. No. uh, No, thanks. So he says, you know, be forewarned Mm -hmm. that it's best to stay away from all of it and stick close to God. And, you know, there are people out there, more probably now than ever, that would scoff at that story Mm -hmm. and, and say it's not real or whatever. But... And you know, I'll watch a lot of true crime things. There have been on occasion where I would look at someone being interviewed and they just seemed void of any, I don't know, what they just seemed evil. Yeah. Like their eyes are black and empty and mm-hmm. and, and people would describe them that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is a real thing. Yeah. Make no mistake about mm. that. It definitely is real. Yeah, well. So... There I, you go. I had friends that knew friends who were in de- deliverance ministry and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and you know, it, it's it's a um, it's a different realm, right? And it is, uh, yeah. Well, and if you don't think evil's all around us, all you have to do is is see some of these um, these riots that are going on right now yeah, on our own shores. Nuts. Of course, our I love it how this administration. We'll call January 6th an insurrection, mm-hmm. but the the thing in Russia where they were rabidly looking for Jewish passengers yeah, yeah. to hurt them, mm-hmm. they called that a protest. Right. Isn't that yeah. unbelievable mm-hmm. to me? They're still seeking out people that were there on January 6th. Right. 
to arrest them. Right. But the people seeking to, you know, harm Jews, right. they're just they're just protesting. They're just exercising their rights yeah. to protest. And that that came from their from Biden's representative. Mm-hmm. And he is yeah. being called out for it. But uh, Cornell University is on high alert. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. Forty percent uh, Jewish population at that school. Yep. Pretty high. Very high. Uh, Cornell and the FBI are investigating a series of threats made against the New York school's Jewish community. Mm-hmm. They were posted to a website not affiliated with the university and targeted 104 West, where the Center of Jewish Living is located on campus. One of the threats called for the people to follow a Jewish person home and cut their throats. Right. Rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. Horrible. Those would be Jewish rats in these people's that's what minds. They're, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. I mean, that's about. that's that. Whoever put that out there, if needs something to be happens down and arrested. Yes, absolutely. That is inciting violence. Yeah, you're not. That's not free speech, especially if you're so cowardly. You're going to do it that way. Right. I mean, you know, come out and say it if you're going to say it. Stephen K. And Winifred A. Greenspoon Hill Center at the university said it was aware of the threats in a social media post saying Cornell University Police Department is monitoring the situation. Quote, at this time, we advise that staffs and students and staff avoid the building out of an abundance of caution. Like I said, I can't wait for some of these biker groups to join the right. Jews. Right. And, and to protect provide them. protection. Yeah. And we'll see these little weenies turn around and go the other direction. But, you know, that's why we heard Jewish people saying last week, we're going to have to protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But we've got to be prepared to protect ourselves. Um, Pollock said police have notified the FBI of the threats, flagging them as a potential hate crime. No, I think I don't. I don't think it's a, a potential in my mind hate crime. So. Uh, The threats come after the Cornell Associated Professor of History, Russell Rickford, said he was exhilarated and energized by the Hamas terror attacks in Israel. Yeah. yeah. He's now on a leave of absence. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully permanently. Yeah. Oh, it's they're showing their true colors. And, you know, you got the jihad squad out there. They're, you know, speaking out against Biden. Right. But, you know. It's it could get the temperature could get a lot warmer in another way. And it's not going to be good. And I will tell you this. And I know we need to go to break. But when we come back, um, the Commerce Department Mm -hmm. has halted most U.S. civilian firearms exports for 90 days. Really? Yep. Interesting. Not a great time to be doing that. Wow. We'll, We'll talk about that when we come back. Okay. 717 here on our Monday show. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, send Shanna a text. And uh, if it's directed to me, say, Mark, I love what you're doing with your hair today. By the way, that picture of me with grandma's sweatshirt, the way the lighting was, made me look like I'm going bald. What's up with that? Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark. Mornings, 6 to 9 a.m. 721 Weezer. That's the name of the band, Weezer. I mean, that's like what happens to me when I lay down at night. I always kind of have to cough a little bit. I thought that was Geezer. Yeah, it's Weezer. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, Weezer. I mean, you're an old Geezer. Weezer.
you know <laughs> you, you refer to, you refer to yourself in oh, that I know, way i know when it comes to to halloween now do you all get trick-or-treaters not typically we've gone to are you one that like no, abandons we've, we've, the house we've gone to some friend's house for trick-or-treat uh-huh. for a number of years yeah matter of fact we went as hans and franz one year oh fun yeah i wore my go. my weight belt in the whole nine yards okay we wore sweatpants and Still have the picture somewhere of me and me and my wife. The pump. Yeah, you up. you up. I love it. Okay, <laughs> I like it. I had a, a co-host that would not that would not celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like, turn wasn't going to buy candy for kids he didn't know. Right. Turn the lights out. Yeah. Pull the shades down. Yeah, I used to give him such a hard time every year. Of course, we only have like twelve kids in our well, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I do little kids at the end of the road. Yeah. Well, and up on the hill. You actually put their names on it, right? I do. I put their names on their little bags and and then they get their little bag when they come in. It's got, you know. That's fine. I had people do that for me when I was a kid and my kids had that. Uh, Miss Edna used to make them a special, uh, (laughs) like the kids in front of them, they would get regular trick or treat and then we would come to the door. She'd be like, hold on one minute. I'll be right back. And then Mm. she would bring a special. It always made them feel that's nice. Really great. So it was the kids that they knew, and it was sweet. Well, I, I don't know um, how this is going to impact the gun industry, but I'm not so sure that it's a wrong call. Uh, I, I think I, I get it. Uh, they have halted most civilian firearms exports for the next 90 days. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, they're citing national security reasons. Heaven knows we have those. Uh, the Commerce Department said the U.S. will largely stop issuing civilian export licenses and will assess the risk of firearms being diverted to entities or activities that promote regional instability, violate human rights, or fuel criminal activities. The ban doesn't cover around 40 countries. That includes Israel and Ukraine. They have separate export agreements, uh, agreements with firearms. Mm-hmm. Global government clients must describe who will end up with the firearms and the department will return without action any government ap- applications not explicitly named. Well, they may say they're going to end up somewhere and then end up somewhere else. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen that happen yeah. before. Yeah. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> um, yes, you're welcome. Yeah. U.S. fire companies like uh, Sturmrugger and Company, Vista Outdoor, Smith & Weston Brands could absolutely be affected sure. by the halt. I- I'm sure that's true. I mean, jobs could definitely be at stake affected yeah with that so but i i mean i think it's probably the right call don't you <coughs> yeah i mean things are in 90 days i'd i'd like i wish we could fast forward 90 days see mm. what the world looks like by Oof, then. i don't know about that it might be a different place by then yeah, it could be a uh, husband of a uh, member of the squad yeah started getting pressed last week over the thousands of dollars of cash he received from his wife's campaign. Huh. Representative Cory Bush of Missouri, her husband, uh, and it was confronted, Courtney Meredith, who appeared to backtrack about his role on the campaign after initially telling a videographer he doesn't have a role in the campaign. But he pocketed $102,500 in payments. Wow. Okay. So you must have had some role in the campaign. Wow. Since Bush added him to her campaign's payroll in January of last year for what they marked as security payments. (laughs) 
before switching, <laughs> securing that we get to keep all this money. Yes, exactly. Before switching their description to wage expenses, they did that in April. Hmm. Now they're trying to like clean it up. <laughs> they. Uh, well, you know, it's the cleanup you get in trouble for. Right. <laughs> Or, or not. Just ask Nixon. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. if you're Republican, you get in trouble. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, different standards for the if, other side. Yeah, if you're if you're a Democrat, they make you president right. and, you know, give your son a pass. Right. That's how that works. Well, yeah. Um, they have contacted, They the campaign has been contacted several times over the past two years regarding the security payments. Mm-hmm. First, regarding the security payments in general as she was pushing to defund the police. Right. Yes. And then regarding the payments to her husband, but Bush campaign did not respond to a single inquiry. Shocker. As the couple left a fundraiser for California Democrat candidate Derek Marshall Thursday night, they approached Meredith and questioned him over the money and his position with the campaign. I have a question for you. Where is your role right now in the campaign? I don't have a role on the campaign, man. You don't have a role at all? They were reporting you had wages on the campaign for security, and then it was just a general wage. I was wondering what you've been doing on the campaign. Yeah, I mean, you can Google what it is, he replied. You can also Google what happened to the FEC report that came back 5-0. to zero. That was completely above board. Bull crap. Yeah, well... Am I doing work with a campaign? Meredith said, obviously I am. I still something, right? You're still part of it? I'm still employed with it. Yeah, so obviously I'm going to work with it. (laughs) This whole gotcha blank. I'm not a politician, man. So ask me question man to man and I'll answer. What's your question? That was the question about the campaign. What's your role? I'm still on the campaign. I, I I still do security in the campaign. Have a good night, man. Be safe before getting in the car. Yeah, he's making sure he's counting the money. That's the security. Exactly. Part. Right. The six figures worth of combined wow. payments. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they're not at the presidential level yet. Mm-hmm. They're at the entry level. Right. You only get six figures. Yeah. Hey, speaking of figures... How many figures are in a billion dollars? Well, apparently Tay-Tay broke a million dollars, a billion dollars. A billion. A billionaire. Yeah. Taylor Swift is a billionaire now. It's official. Officially. Okay. Okay. Look up Miley Cyrus' flower song. Okay. In Sunday school, okay? I go to a Reformed Presbyterian church. In Sunday school, a picture of Miley Cyrus pops up. What? Number one song. And uh, if you can get the lyrics, he, he was talking about, you know, the everything's about me, and that's where we're at. And he said, if you had any doubt, uh, look at the lyrics, and it's, it's all introspective, loving me, caring for me. I can only love me. Let's see. Um, <laughs> let's look at the chorus. The in- implication, those aren't the lyrics exactly, because, you oh. know, me and my wife can't get the lyrics right. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing. I can hold my own hand. Yeah, I can love me better than you can. Isn't that interesting? So is this is this a remake? It's apparently the number one song 
in the country. I can buy you flowers. I don't write know. Write your name in the sand. I think she's plagiarizing, is she? actually, okay. is what I think she's doing. Well, it could be. Um, yeah, I've, I've never heard of it, but I think most, you know, And I was, you know, there's, there's is, an older gentleman in the class, and yeah. I know there's some people that listen from the church. Uh-huh. And uh, if, I, if I said Terry's name, you'll know who I'm talking about. Um, really neat older gentleman. And I told Kara on the way out of the Sunday school class, they said something about Googling it. I said, oh, God, if he Googles, like, Miley Cyrus yeah. and, ah. wreck, and Wrecking Ball pops up, right. it's going to be all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see more than a Wrecking Ball <laughs> if you're Googling images of Miley Cyrus. That's right. I'm you just saying. You don't want to Google her. Don't Google her. Don't do it. Don't date her. Don't, don't, don't get near her. That's right. Avoid her like the plague. Run, don't walk in the other direction. That's right. Ah, but she loves her some her. There you go. <laughs> she does. Yeah. It's all about me. Me, me, me. Want to talk about me. Want to talk about my. my. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. My, me, my. Yeah, I see. I like. Give me Toby Keith's version, yeah. making fun of people who do that. I'll dig that up. Yeah, do it. 731 CBS News is next, followed by WDBJ7. 60 degrees in Salem, 59 in Appomattox, 58 in Amherst, Danville, uh, 58 in Bedford, 60 in Lynchburg. 735. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about the morning jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I want to talk about me. See, I figured this out. Yeah. My son brought it to my attention. Okay. Over the weekend. We'll do some headlines. I'll come back and tell you. Okay. I know why people like Miley Cyrus are writing the songs that they're writing about, you know, how they're. In love with themselves. Right, right. You know, about how they can love themselves better than anybody else can. Because, you know, all this self-absorption that, you know, we've been promoting, uh, how that's playing out. My son explained it to me this weekend. Okay. I'll be sharing his insight. Okay. Shortly. Well, I want to talk about gas. (laughs) (laughs) Gas prices, I mean. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's a different song, Mark. (laughs) Gas prices in Roanoke down 14 since uh, since last year, we usually do the once a week, uh, you know, check up on the uh, on the fuel prices. Average gasoline prices in Roanoke have fallen 1.2 cents since last week, averaging 3.26 per gallon, according to Gas Buddy. 155 stations there in the Roanoke area, prices uh, are 19.6 cents lower than a month ago, mm. and 14 cents per gallon lower than a year ago. The national average price of diesel has also fallen 3.4 cents in the last week and stands at 4.43 per gallon. Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, I've talking to I've talked about diesel prices for a long time because diesel sort of the uh, you know the you know it's like when you make something to eat and oh I have those little side pieces over there I can make something with that. Well that's kind of like diesel's the aftermath almost of regular fuel. But they still get a big price for it. It just seems wrong in my mind, but that's the way the uh, the industry works. So uh, I think I saw it as low as three, 
03 here locally. And that was at the, it was either the Walmart, um, you know, little express fresh garden shopping center, or it was Sam's, I can't remember. Mm. But, you know, isn't it funny when we say it's so exciting to see prices go below $3? They've just, it's pathetic. They've trained us to, to yeah. just accept these prices. Well, just to be happy with, please, sir, may I have another? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that going on. Uh, Martinsville, big weekend there. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people were out and about. Blaney won the 12 car. Mm-hmm. Penske. Apparently, a lot of local volunteers were uh, spending their weekend shuttling people with disabilities around the speedway. Oh, nice. Apparently, they try very hard to make the racing more accessible to everybody. The uh, big race on Sunday brought thousands to the short track, creating long lines and a lot of traffic. Some fans had to park miles away, making it difficult for those with disabilities to get to the entrance. Mm -hmm. Raceway Ministries is not affiliated with just one denomination, but the local volunteers came together, uh, come together every year to serve at Martinsville Speedway. That's nice. Yeah. Anywhere you are, you're not but a couple of steps from where you need to be, one NASCAR said fan said Mm -hmm. she and her husband have camped at martinsville speedway for years but she says her husband struggles walking long uh journeys Mm -hmm. if you're handicapped or elderly it's hard for you to move about you really do need help Uh, they were able to take advantage of the raceway ministries cart the group of volunteers used golf carts to help people with disabilities get as close to the entrance as possible oh that's neat i like that that's good that is they had a packed house yesterday i mean i'm sure it was a really good crowd Mm -hmm. yesterday wait wait what's that is that a teal would you look at your computer you (laughs) You got a teal. Uh, you should have your story ready and waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm done with stories. Oh, okay. Well, the story that I have this weekend that actually deals with that is my my grandson carved his yeah his pumpkin over the weekend. Picture. He sent a picture. Yeah. Is it blue? No, no, it's not. Yeah. But the one on your screen is like a teal almost. It isn't is. It? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Is that painted? Gotta tell you, or is it I, not I think, a real? I don't think it's a real one. It looks like it's maybe styrofoam okay. or something. Yeah. Um, and and the reason that that I pulled it up is because uh, they're talking about Halloween safety, since that's going to be yeah. tomorrow. Okay. Um, they're sharing a few words of wisdom from local pediatricians. Mm-hmm. They say, uh, this time of year, a lot more people suffer from uh, food allergies, including severe reaction after consuming candies that they may be allergic to. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of that over the weekend where you know they would have to ask if things were made in places where you know with oh, peanut yeah, yeah. Um, true and um i mean we couldn't say for sure the cookies you know yeah but now the the, the chips were you know a little bit of a safer option mm-hmm. but there are people who have to do that it says you want to make sure you're checking your candy talk to your kids beforehand about uh eating uh, not eating while you're trick-or-treating so oh. you have a chance to yeah. inspect everything sure. that makes sense uh, he Send says, a few snacks on with them, maybe, just yeah. in case. Pretzel M&Ms can have peanuts in them. Mm-hmm. you got to look at the fine print. Uh, one way parents can avoid food allergies is to look for teal pumpkins. The teal pumpkin means the home is participating in the teal pumpkin project. Wow, now this is something new. The goal is to raise food allergy awareness. And offer non-food trinkets or toys in a separate bowl to make Halloween safer and more inclusive. Okay. Experts say parents of children with food allergies should carry an EpiPen 
Hmm. while trick-or-treating. That's sad. Yeah. It says a lot of things are made in factories that also produce candy with peanuts or tree nuts, uh, but some of them can actually have peanuts in them, mm-hmm. and there can be cross-contamination. So if you see a teal pumpkin, then you'll know. So there's a significance there, there to There is it. a significance about that? to it. Okay. So uh, doctors also say to look out for high sugar consumption. <laughs> Having a nutritious filling dinner beforehand with a good amount of protein can help. You can also ration how much they're allowed to have. Mm-hmm. Let them pick and choose and know their top priorities. Extra candy can be donated uh, and can be added so you can add some M&Ms to a trail mix and make mm-hmm. it a little bit healthier. You can also choose a date with any candy not eaten by Thanksgiving that you're going to toss it or let it expire. Okay. I mean, or do like I'm doing with my... um. My Christmas tree cakes, because I bought last week, I bought yeah, my... Yeah, the Little Debbie's, five packs now. Yeah, they're five packs. They used to be like, I don't know, eight packs or something. Right, now right. they're five packs. Same money, though. Right. Um, so I, I had one mm-hmm. last week, so right. I, I'll, I'm going to allow myself one, one a, a week. week. Okay, that's good. That's, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to have is one a week. All right. But I do look forward to it, I must say. How about a new girlfriend every week? A new girlfriend is that, is that, every is week? Is that possible? Well, it's not in the cards for my son, I can tell you. <laughs> Um, we were kind of teasing him a little bit. Now, how old is your son? My son is 20. 20. So yeah. a young man. I mean, you know, yeah. this is that time. I remember, of course, I was already married at 20, but I remember, you know, being a little bit younger. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's just like we, we boys were kind of, you know, we weren't on the hunt, but we were like making sure, you know, that our peripheral vision was working when it came to ladies. Hungry like a wolf. That's what you all were. <laughs> Um, there's a new study, and my and my son drew it to my attention. Right, that says fifty percent, over fifty percent of liberal white women under the age of thirty have a mental disease, mental 50%. illness. Fifty percent, fifty over fifty percent have a mental disease. Right now, can yeah. I can I go back to my Sunday school class for just a second? Right, because uh, Carrie was doing a fantastic job talking about love, mm. and that. Because of our the way we look at love now, right? It that can cause mental illness, right? Because of the way we define love is right. not. And he went back, you know, fifty years, a hundred years, whatever. Because people don't use godly love as a example of mm-hmm. how we're to love one another. Mm-hmm. We don't right. use that anymore. Right? You know, you have to love me as much as I love me, right. and no one loves me as much as I love me. And I just lo- ask Miley Cyrus. Love my truth. Yes. Oh, my truth. Yes. Let's not forget about that. Um, this is based on a uh, some survey mm-hmm. data that came from 2020, a Pew poll that indicates that white liberals disproportionately suffer from mental illness versus their conservative counterparts. Mm. The study, which examined white liberals, moderates, and conservatives, both male and female, found that the conservatives were less likely to be diagnosed with mental health illness than those identified as liberal or very liberal. And young white women suffer the most. Hmm. Women 18 to 29 who were identified as liberal were given a mental health diagnosis from medical professionals at a rate of 56.3% as compared to 27% of of conservatives. Hmm. I'm telling you, folks. That's just interesting. This is... Do not think that this is coincidental Mm-mm. because it is not. Right. Here's the other thing that's very popular with young people. And, I, and I've and i been observing it for a while. 
they're self-diagnosing. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that? It, 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 what's that test that became really popular in the last five years? The idiom test or something? Mm-hmm. I think that's idiot test. Are you getting no. that confused? No, no. It's, it's this I'm pretty test, sure it's an and idiot. You say test. I'm a one or I'm a four or I'm a three. Oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking I, about. And and you yeah. know you you sort of take you know, that, done that to the bank and you say, well, this is what I am. Well, but you can if it's if it's accurate in particular, you can kind of see how it aligns. Right. I'm not saying it's yeah, we, all we've out had to that. lunch, but it's like, well, I'm a three. That means I have to find a number two or whatever the ratio. <laughs> oh is. yeah, but. yeah. But there are a lot of kids out there who are self-diagnosing mm-hmm. themselves, right? Um, and it's just it's a lot it's, cheaper. It's bizarre to me. But why do you want to label yourself? I don't know. Why would you want to label and and that's and that's what I was asking. Why would you want to label yourself as as being on the spectrum? Right. Well, I and Bryce says I could tell you exactly why it, why it is. Um because they think it makes them special. Mm. You know, anything that Once again, will make them so it goes back to me. Yeah. This makes me special. It also is an excuse for everything that I do mm. that isn't right. You can't dare say anything to right. me. If, I'm, I'm wondering when it. the uh, Tay-Tay spectrum is going to be put out there. Right. Yep. And we're talking about Taylor Swift. I learned that from Janet. Tay-Tay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tay-Tay is the, the thing on the Wendy's commercial. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they call her, though. <laughs> they call her Tay-Tay. But I'm just saying. I think of Tay-Tay. I think of tater tots. Right. Shows you where my mind is at. Wow, in the gutter where mm-hmm. all the tater tots go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. But I, I don't understand I don't understand why all of a sudden this is a badge of honor and we right. want to be different like everybody else, I let's, guess. Let's I don't just... know. It's pretty it makes me sad. Well, that, it makes me that sad. they're so desperate for attention right. that they that they want to label themselves with things that it's I, this is what makes me angry. It's insulting to people who really are suffering from these afflictions. Right. That's what makes me frustrated. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah. I don't know. We got to do five and dine. Oh, shoot. Let's Not go that to... I don't love you. No, no, no. I, I, no, I want to go to five and dine. Okay. It's time for Janet's five and dine. Thank you. Morning, You're welcome. Give All this relational stuff is screwing up my head. Great inspiration Although for Tay-Tay a is tater tots. Tonight. Sorry. Five and Nine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market there on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Well, one of the requests that I have received from you all as we're heading into holiday season is for appetizers and some sweet treats. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give you one that you might want to keep in the roster for Thanksgiving. It's a caramelized onion feta and roasted pumpkin tart and the flavors are amazing Uh, it also makes a great midweek dinner if you're just trying to you know not have so much of the meats in your life this would be a good one to to have you're going to uh, preheat your oven and you're going to take some puff pastry and you're going to line your tart pan Uh, now this is really beautiful if you do it in the long tart pans it looks really great that way or you can use a round one and then you're going to roast your pumpkin um, and I've got in, great uh, instructions on how you do that. And uh, you're going to preheat that oven, put your puff pastry into your tart ta- uh, pan, roast the pumpkin in chunks, 
and uh, you're going to place the pumpkin chunks and the feta cheese onto the pastry. Then you're going to mix up eggs, milk, salt, and pepper. Mix it until it's well combined. And then you're going to pour that mixture over the pumpkin and the feta. And you're just going to swirl through some caramelized onions that you've really beautifully caramelized beforehand. And you're going to work those through and then sprinkle it with fresh rosemary. And you're going to bake it for about 30 minutes. That's it. Mm. The, the longest part of this is roasting the pumpkin. Okay. That's what's going to take you the longest. Yeah. It just tastes like delicious fall. Mm. It's a, a really beautiful recipe, oh, yeah. and it will look great on your Thanksgiving table. Mm-hmm. If you want to see the recipe, go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dying. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by our friends at FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are a cut above. To think I almost, you almost missed snuffed that. it out. I know. Dang. Can't do it. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Janet and Mark, 434-534-8500, or toll-free, 866-916-3776. Call the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So did you ever play the seven-minute version of that song? <laughs> Only if I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> yeah, some of those fun songs that would get you through a bathroom break. Yeah, right, those, those exactly. Those special. Yeah, when I first got into radio... And and I was doing a show on the weekends, and they even had some that were still using records, mm-hmm. like the the bluegrass show was still on a record. And then you had the bathroom record on the nail. Did you ever work uh, at a station where they had no. that? No, you didn't. They just talked about which cart to put in. You could yep. stick. No, it hung on the wall, right? And you knew you knew whenever that song played, you're like, oh, I know what they're doing, you know, because because it was the same. It was the same song. American Pie used to be one of those yeah, songs. Yeah, you got the long version of yeah, that. Yeah, you, if you played that, mm-hmm. then you knew there was a little more going on. Long, long time ago. Long, I can long still remember. Time ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Chevy to the levee, and the levee was dry. But not too dry. <laughs> so there's that. Oh Lord! All right. So uh, we, you know, we've covered a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, some of the craziness uh, going on worldwide, right. even in our own country. Yeah. That that two lane or a Cornell story. The two lane story was bad. Cornell a lot more disturbing. Yeah. Instructing, you know, uh, friends of Palestine to follow a Jew home and then slit their oh awful throat. I mean horrible stuff. And Cornell. This is just yeah. But they, but they had a well, they history a, professor praising right, right. Palestine, yeah. talking about how you know exhilarating, exhilarating it, was. it was. Seeing those you know guys flying in on those little things and all that stuff. Pathetic. Yeah. Now he's on leave. My yeah. question is, are you going to bring him back? Yeah. True. For you know promoting that, they have uh, a forty percent Jewish population being you know where they're located. I just you know I I can't imagine you know being. In school right now, and and be, uh-huh. being a Jew, if I was a Jew, I'm thinking, you know what, I'm I'm switching to online. You it's know, just heading it's home. Just sad, you know that that we're n- not any further along than this. Right, right, and it's a. But now you think about it. We've been wasting so much time, money, energy on frivolous, stupid things that 
people are making up and diagnosing and self-diagnosing right, right. and all yeah. this crap. Is it any wonder we are where we are? Well, I don't think so. I filled out a thing for yoga last week. Yoga? Yoga, yeah. You're going to do yoga? Well, it was this yoga diet thing. You said you were never going to do well, yoga I, I, or I, yogurt? No, <laughs> well, I'm sure yogurt's in there. No, it was this thing I could fill out, and you know, in so many days I could be this person and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I just, I never finished it. Oh. It was way <laughs> okay. Okay, how many questions should I have to fill out online to get, you know, to get to my thing? In other words, you know, should it be 50 questions? Should it be 25? Should it be 15? Right. I think it should be 15 or less for me to get where I'm supposed to be on whatever it's a survey or I'm going to join this or I'm going to do that. I think you're looking for a quick fix, sir, and I, I don't, don't think want that's a, it. I don't want a quick fix. The, the number of questions doesn't equal the quick fix it aspect of this thing. It's like I filled out like 30 some questions and I'm not done yet. And I'm thinking I'm tired here. I got a life to live. You know what I mean? And now mm -hmm. they're sending me emails. When are you going to finish the survey? Because <laughs> you have to enter your email first, of course. Right. Now, probably my name will probably get sold to all these other people. Probably. And they're all going to be trying to help you lose weight. <laughs> Thank and God get I did use the, give them my phone number. You know I what never I, put my phone I number. I saw last week that I would, there's a place in Lynchburg now that does controlled stretching. And like, okay. you, you, are stretched like with these deep stretches with the assistant of a therapist right so okay. like like they stretch you for you right. it's probably very painful they stretch you for you yeah i mean like, you get on your back and they stretch your leg like way up beyond yeah, and stuff or or yeah. i mean i think all over oh really okay i'm kind of enamored by that i think that sounds That's... like it might be interesting or painful i don't know <laughs> well, or, or both one of those things you know where your arms go out and your legs go out and they and they you know the guys over there cr oh, yes, cranking no. it you know and you're getting stressed like it's that. not like that okay that's, that's medieval more, torture yeah that's what i was thinking that's different <laughs> i Co hope so coming up in the in the next <laughs> hour we will uh, take a look at, at several different stories including this is as close as i'm going to get to a sports story uh flight attendants are suing the Dodgers, basically, hmm. are over the Dodgers. Flight attendants are blocked from a Dodgers charter for not being blonde and blue-eyed, says really? a new lawsuit. Wow, that's that's a little, I don't know if you can call that racist, but... Well, mm, well we'll let you it's be the judge. It's very Swedish, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. that's Switzerland? I get those two confused. Yeah, and uh, we'll also take a look at the Cheesecake Factory story, which has a lot of people upset. They are not happy that their beloved Cheesecake Factory is getting dissed. I think this is hysterical, actually. What? Where is the closest Cheesecake Factory I to us? I guess Richmond, maybe? Oh, okay. I don't know. I'd go to the I one in Des Moines when I'd visit my son. But anyway, it's a little far to travel. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQ.